Chase, I came home from a shoot after my Loretta shoot, and Lowe's has Lowe's. this beef jerky, okay? Oh, it's buddy. called Robertson's. It's like $60 oh. for this beef, Oh, I know. Dude. Yeah, go ahead and slack me But it's literally oh, yeah. the best beef jerky on oh. earth. Lowe's, if you want to sponsor us. I, I love beef jerky. I love beef jerky. That's all we need. <laughs> hey, I on this episode, <laughs> we're calling in Daniel Blair. Coming up right now in a minute. While I chew loudly. I guess it doesn't, if right now in a minute doesn't make sense. No, no. Right now in a minute. Thanks for calling in, Daniel. Should, be, should we make people watch us eat beef turkey? Uh, uh, they love us hearing us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> been a while since we've been on this. Too. A lot of technical difficulties. I miss this, buddy. We, we lost a gypsy. So surprisingly, I thought he'd just be in my backyard. We lost a crane. Back to the OGs. The people that keep it real on the most consistent broadcast. Mm. The first episode in like three weeks, four weeks. But consistency doesn't matter as long as we're doing other, other podcasts. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Winners take y'all kept going. We oh, right. Squad pod. Radio Fox from Loretta Lens. Mm. I mean, how many things can I do on one day? I think our downloads are up to like 20. A day. Give give people a real number, like seventy five, like seventy six. Hell yeah! You know what that, though? Hey, look at that! Look at that behind us, dude. If you're if you're watching on the broadcast, which you should be, we got some some verb classic footage, which we'll we'll get to. Yeah, right verb now. classic coming up fifteenth through seventeenth of September, right? Yeah, it's like Next a month. Next level one hundred and one. Speaking of Daniel Blair, he's part of Next Level one hundred and one now. So we're not only going to be talking to him about who's going pro this weekend. Lots underneath his of big wing, names. But he's also part of the Verb Classic now, yeah. so we get to get all kinds of information from Daniel. I, I'm excited to talk to Daniel. Daniel, if you guys don't listen to his his podcast or you know whenever he's on with Steve or you know Race Day Live, like Daniel to me is like he's like Weege, man. He he's a asset to this sport. Like yeah. he's smart, he's talented, way like, smarter than us. Talks way, way smarter he, than us. Let's throw Crane his first to bear it. Like now, now, instead of like Vermoto Podcast Network back there, it's it's going from Gypsy Tells. Jesus to, Christ! You know we'll let it roll though. We'll so, let it roll. Hey, free like, advertising G- for Gypsy. He's out there somewhere thinking <laughs> of us. We're out here thinking of you, Gypsy. Hey, um, the the Gypsy survived Loretta's. Yeah, that, speaking of Gypsy, <laughs> we brought him to Loretta's last Big. second. We, we did a podcast here. He planned on going to California, and we said, I, I was like, Jace, you're in America during Loretta's, you have and to you're go. with me. Yeah, you gotta go. You have to go. So last second, he bought Let's a bucket plane list. Ticket. Speaking of, this is my 24th credential. Wow. That's, uh, Actually, no, I'm lying. It's my 20th credential. I did see on... uh, I've been 24 years. I've shot for 20 now. I've... uh, Number 58. I saw on one of the the vlogs, Kevin Kelly, host of Winner's Take, y'all, also on The Verb, had been every year. Since 93. No, no, no. He said said every year. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. He hasn't been since 1982. No, it was He said he was 93. Kevin's old, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I'm the one that found that out in the blog. I, I was know. sitting there talking to him, and I was like, "Really?" I, I was like, "Dude, I thought 24 years consecutive was like a huge number." That's up Bra- there with Davey. And uh, yeah, Dave. Well, Davey's never missed. Well, a year. no, Davey's never missed a year. I know. And that, so, right. but Kevin's at like 36 or something. Wow, unreal. That's... I think Brad Gebhardt did the uh, math for me, and it's like 1.2 percent of my life, if you count the weeks that I've been mm-hmm. to Loretta's, has been spent. I don't know how that works out. I well, think well, 1.2 percent seems high, but hey, it sounds the cool. first timers. It basically, sounds cool. The first timers basically <laughs> almost didn't make it out of their first year. <laughs> well, R.I.P. Casey, R.I.P. Brad. <laughs> yeah, we, we had some uh, in, in Gypsy. We we had yeah. some. Um, what do you call it in the in the when you pledge? Um, oh, hazing. frat. Yeah, frat. Hazing. It was like a yeah. haze week for the boys. They, they I, effectively they survived what I call Navy Seal boot camp week. Mm-hmm. Like it takes a special person. Oh, yeah. And leaving on Sunday, we made Casey throw up finally. Nice. Well, it's funny, dude. Like, I didn't have FOMO the entire time because it was raining. It looked hot. I was like. It was still a good time. You dude, know that. No, no. I know. Believe me. I did. But I had a little bit of FOMO. Yeah. I started getting pictures Sunday morning. Oh, my God. FOMO through the roof, bro. Well, if everybody's been living under a rock, we did bring back Radio Fox, which was yeah. the first iconic podcast ever that was broadcast at the ranch over the PA system with yeah. Davey. David Bernardo and whoever the heck they were able to call in on their uh, Rolodex back then. So um, 
Davey mentioned at the beginning before the week that he found the Radio Fox tapes. So check this out. This is an actual oh, tape from wow. 1993. Oh, 94 rather. Um, and it was only he, he knew he had them. We we've been talking about it for almost. Oh yeah, a year. yeah, yeah. He finally found them the week before the red is. I ordered up this tape player and uh, we were it's able amazing. to get some we really cool audio. So, did you listen to our Radio Fox shows? Yeah. I did. I watched them. Yes. I watched them. They were great. Yes. The only one I missed was I haven't gotten to is the Pete Fox one. Okay. Well, it's really dang cool. I know. I, I, that's the one he, I was kind of saying. He saving, was hyped that we're going to bring it back. Oh, is he? Nice, so, dude. One thing we didn't do, though, is I never played any of these tapes in that's the show. That's the only thing. I, I You could hear it at the beginning well, in the, the beginning, intro. We, we put it in the intro. Yeah, but I, nobody I, knew what that was. So, like, I yep. I want to hear these. All right. Maybe it's, like, over the course so of the I'm next a, couple of weeks. We, we. I'm going to play one little excerpt here, all right? Okay. This is okay. when they call in Jeremy McGrath, which is actually the spot that we used in the intro. But I want you guys to actually hear. So, give, give people a timeline. Like, how old was Jeremy? Was Jeremy Pro at this point? Yeah, 1994. Okay. He okay. would have been... Probably one in Supercross. I don't know. I'm it was right before Washougal. I think he talks about it. So yeah, okay. I mean he he'd already clinched some uh some wins and he was oh, the yeah. king of the knack knack. So yeah, here's here's Jerry Bernardo, Davy Coombs, Jeremy McGrath. Let's listen. Hey Davy, let's uh let's go right into a phone call, man. We Straight to, to the phone call. We, we got an abbreviated show tonight. So we gotta go up there for some fashion. And so remember this this went to hey, everybody. Also, special welcome to Terry. Terry, nice yeah, to yeah, see you back in the ranch. Right? Jesus, where you been hanging out? Incredible dial tone going. So they're literally calling him on a speakerphone. We asked how they did this. They had an well, audio set up fact, in a speakerphone. Shut up. Guest here at Radio Fox. We're calling I mean, the man, the, the legend, the, the king of the knack-knack. You've seen him riding the red bikes. It's little Jeremy McGrath. Good evening, oh. residents in Marriott. Yeah, hey, uh, I need Jeremy, Mag Jeremy McGrath's room, please. Last name's McGrath. One moment, I'll connect to you. How cool Thank is this? Oh my God. Like, not cell phones, not back phones. No. You're calling the You're hotel. Calling the hotel. And you got to know where he's at. It's not like you text him and go, hey, Jeremy, what, what room are you standing in, bud? Hello? 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 Hello, Jeremy? That might be me. Jeremy, how's it going? What's up? Hey, it's, uh, it's me. I'm here with the boys in Tennessee. What are you doing? Nothing. Just watching a little TV, getting ready to go to a dealer show. Yeah? Wow. You're going to sign about 3,000 million cool autographs this? with them Th little this pens? This is amazing. Uh-huh. Those like, Sharpies we all know so this good. Is, That's it. I saw you oh. draw kick me on my neck one time. Hey, we're down here in Tennessee at Loretta Lynn's. Jeez, we could use you down here for a little fun and sun. I got Davey Jr. kicking the beasties. Pete Fox on his debut as a Chippendales dancer. You should see that from the waist down. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Not much. Just uh, been here for a couple days because uh, press day was a little bit early. Yesterday, so I don't know. Went riding this morning, not doing much, just waiting around for the race. Hey, Flew in early to Washougal for press date and then year. decided to go riding. That's, that's, that's what everyone was talking about before Good press day, but man. actually, it's the same as it was. And how do you feel up there on the 250? It's pretty good. The roost kind of hurts here. How cool. Dude, I mean, and, and Jerry, Jerry has the greatest 1990s radio voice ever. Well, what's crazy is I had. I, I came into the sport about 98. I don't know. I didn't even, I'd never heard of him before. Yeah. So uh, Brad Gephardt uh, apparently knows freaking everything. So I started asking him and then Davey. But yeah, apparently Bernardo had like a, a three-year stint on ESPN2. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, uh, in, in Moto World and stuff. And he did some pretty eccentric uh, broadcasting. Well, dude, that was like every radio or DJ host in the 1990s. Hey, we're coming to you live from you know Sandoval in California. Like Full that was on everybody. Dude. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, yeah, I think I think uh, here in a minute in the tape, uh, him and Jeremy start talking about Boston, and he invites oh, them gotta, over for some pasta. <laughs> yeah, it's a pasta. So I think yeah. uh, at some point in time, we're gonna have to uh, release all this tape. But, oh uh, yeah, man, I I, I'm so hyped. Fox trusted in us to bring back Radio Fox. If you haven't checked out those episodes, not only are there cool interviews. With oh, some great. athletes, but we also did moto highlights from each day. So it yeah. was a great way to, uh, it was it was almost like a nightly recap show yeah. from the ranch. Dude. If you couldn't make Racer TV, it was like the 30 minutes you needed yeah. to watch to see what happened. For, for someone like me who obviously can't sit and watch Racer TV all day, which they do a great job, don't get me wrong. Like I want what you guys did, like is highlights, a cool interview, highlights. Like I, I want yeah. to see the day's best action. You know, and obviously Kevin and Weeze together, man, those two are just, they're gold, dude. So, yeah. 
you know, we had Joe on, we had Christian Craig, uh, the new up and comers, Drew Adams. Drew Adams might have been my favorite. Interview. All right, all right. When they were talking about how long it took him to get his driver's license, <laughs> three times, right? <laughs> three times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I, I like Drew. Drew. Drew is a uh, to, for fifty or Seth Dennis too, man. Seth Dennis is what twelve, eleven. No, he would be like 14, 15. Seth? He's in super mini. Oh, maybe he is. Well, we can ask. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can ask Daniel. Well, He's moving. A- yeah, we're going to call Daniel in here in a minute, but uh, huge shout out to motosport.com right now. If you want $20, the first person to type in this code gets it. And you have to be watching. You have to be watching, and you, you have yeah. to be first. If you're listening, you have to go to watch, and then by that time, you might not have seen it. Yeah. But if you come to any Verb Shred Tour, or the Verb Classic, every single person that comes to the gate gets one of these $20 It's codes. not 20% off, Wes. It's 20 bucks. 20 bucks. 20 bucks, no questions asked. So if you bring four people through the gate, you get 80 bones. Dude, that's like a... I mean, obviously, you want to buy other things with that. Don't just you know, don't be the guy that goes I, and spends eighty dollars and doesn't put on additional hey, stuff. Man. I would I would go in and get like three sets of fist gloves and. Uh, oh, dude, I'd get a new GoPro. You would definitely need you would need a new sprocket. I bet if I had to look at your bike right now, I bet you need new chain what, sprockets. Which one? Any of your bikes? <laughs> there you, are you, bikes. you and Weege that uh, don't oh, do any God, maintenance. Dude. Anyways, twenty dollars off right now. Six one F two seven one four B two F. Go get yourself $20 at motosport.com. Heck yeah. Should we call in Daniel Blair? Let's talk about the dudes going pro this weekend. Big names. There's a surprise too. I'm hoping he can tell us who it is. Because I think you know. I know. I know. Do I know? I think so. It's one of his guys. May or may not be on a white bike. You better answer. Daniel Blair. Daniel there Blair. What up? You hear us loud and clear, buddy. Yeah, are we already live? Are you oh, we're, up oh, on we're, here? We, we are live, Dude, Daniel. this is the way this rolls. We got a show producer just like you, oh, Joe, yeah. Joe in here, producer Wes, producer Chase. We just do it all. I love it. I love it. I didn't know you guys were going to sneak up on me like that. I thought we could have a little pre Oh, no, you know, no. No, sir. Ease in. All right. We all come right. in hot. We throw you in. I'm trying to record you though. I'm, well, making, I'm well, making sure I'm Daniel. I, I don't know if you know, but I think you are just the second guest on the uh, most consistent broadcast in the industry. Who beat me? Uh, Weege. Yep. John, dang it. Yep. Another one up. You know what there. though? Uh, see, I, look at this. We got, I was we got I was Stu's first guest on Bubba's World. Wow. Shut up. And I was AC's first guest on his pod too. Wow. You're just, rack, I, just racking the B cards, up, dude. Taking B cards. I'm kind of glad we I'm kind of glad we didn't let him have ours. <laughs> well, good. I just want to I just want to let you know that. You do with that what you will, but I just wanted you to know. Hey, if you turn turn your uh turn your screen sideways and then I can I can capture yeah. you full screen. Can we do that? See that oh, thing. Oh dude. yeah, baby. Yeah. Let's let's see that beautiful There mug. we go. All right, well, first things right, first, office. dude. Well, it's a big news just dropped before we went on air. Before we went on air, Daniel, you guys dropped some big news. Or do you even know what news I'm talking about? He doesn't even know what news I'm talking about. Juju, multi-year deal. What about him? It just dropped. Did you not get the PR? Am I learning that from you guys? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Look, breaking news, everybody. Uh, Yeah, multi-year deal. Going pro at Bud's. Yeah, I just actually read the press release too because uh, once I knew I was co- once I knew I was coming on with you guys, I was like, they're probably going to ask me about this. Let me make sure I got my timing right. So yes, the press release is officially dropped, so I can say what I want to say. Yeah, uh, which is no, I'm super excited, man. I, I just put a little tweet out in an Instagram post too, like. It's crazy these stories, man. How it happens and like how this one happened is so crazy, and here we are. I mean, I, me and him were joking at Loretta's, like, going through our text from, like, a year ago. Just, dude, this is a long story that I'm going to let him tell someday. But, man, like, I'm grateful to be a part of it. And uh, he's a great kid. And I've, I'm just I'm excited. I can't wait to see what he does. Like, it's, the first one's always so crazy. Like, I, I can't wait. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, Juju was, like, a kind of a diamond in the rough. Like a, like a Shane McElrath or an RJ or like, – I don't remember him being fast on 85s or anything like that, right? Like, it's been, like, the last year or so. Yeah, well, I, I'll, I'll go back in time a little bit where I first saw him. 
um, and then kind of tie this whole story in together. But I was racing the futures races back when they were on Sundays, and it was 50s all the way mm-hmm. to vets, right? Remember when they did that for a couple of years? Yeah, before And uh, my son was there racing on a 50, and I remember I, I loved watching, like, obviously, Ryder D and Max Bull. Like, I loved watching these kids, but back then, this didn't matter to me. It wasn't part of my life, but I just liked it. And I remember watching Juju on an RM85 with like a long swing arm. It may have been the Super Mini class. And he was battling Ryder like hard. I think he even beat him in a couple motos. And I was like, who the heck is that? Like, wow. And then someone was like, oh, he's like a jet ski racer. He's like a world <laughs> champion <laughs> yeah. jet ski racer. And I'm like, well, he's good at this too. But <laughs> yeah, I never thought much right. about it because honestly, that, that wasn't my life at that time. I didn't, sure. I didn't care enough to like pay that much attention. Uh, fast forward a couple of years and yeah he's on big bikes i remember watching him last year at loretta's and doing what he always does on paper which is show incredible speed his lap times have been good for a long time he's always been really mm. fast uh, and he was fast last year and he was good and like i said that getting into the fall and into the winter and just how everything happened obviously i mean i, I can be transparent enough to say that the, the daxton bennett story is tied into all this Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was Dax's spot originally. That was that was the hope and, and thought, but everything changed and shifted um, to where this opportunity popped up for him to, to move into that spot. And now here we are in, in August of 23, and he's racing Red Bull KTM full factory. Here we go. That's I mean, it's, like I said, I'll let him tell his own story, but man, yeah. this, this is one you guys need to tap into. There's a lot of layers. And point. you expected him to come out, or did you know he was going to come out and do what he did at, in Supercross Features? Did you, did you anticipate that happening, or did that surprise you? So I'll be, I'll be fully honest. I expected him to be flashy indoors because he's very fast and i knew he was good at it um so i thought we would see flash but and flash to me is like maybe one hot lap maybe you know a good section maybe something but the flash was so dang big with him that it it, again everyone's eyes just kind of locked in and went what the heck is going on here now there were some people that already kind of had you know um a relationship kind of in place i can tell you right now his relationship with davy Millsap has helped a lot of this Davey obviously has a close relationship with Carlos Rivera. So they were looking at him at Anaheim because they were told to look at this kid. And when he did what he did at Anaheim, not only because on paper it was fast, but the way it looked, it was like, oh, wow, you're right. A diamond in the rough. That's, that's really what he is and what he was. And yeah. so we do the deal with him. It all comes together. And now in place is a lot of support for him. Davey's supporting him. You know, KTM's got his back. Me and Nate Ramsey got his back. Like, all of a sudden, everyone around him is really like the complete package that can help him tighten up the bolts. Mm-hmm. And he did that right away. He won those two futures rounds. He did it so, like, so maturely. It was just, he really grew up fast. And um, so I think the timing of his talent mixed with the support and the belief around him, it just, it all tied in. And it, it's one of those magic stories that we might look back to 10 years from now and go, yeah, you can't replicate that model. That, that was just him. I mean, it's, very weird how it all happened, but it happened and uh, couldn't happen to a better kid. Hey, I, I got a question. So, and I don't know if you can talk about the other two riders of yours that may be going pro this weekend. Um, <clears throat> but Wes and I were talking before you got on and, and like, I'm looking at your, your stable of riders right now. And it, it's super impressive, man. Like from Casey to Mark to Juju to like uh, Seth Dennett, like all these kids, right? Like yep. for me though, for a while, the KTM group did not have great success bringing in, you know, from the, the transition from the amateur transition to, pro. to amateur to pro was not, not great. I think we can, we can all be honest about that. Right. So when you a got lot of, this, there was a lot of names that you were, were can't miss kids that sure, aren't miss. even around anymore. Yeah. So when you got this role, like what was your approach? And like, like you said, I mean, you found Juju, like, I don't think anybody had Juju on the radar. Right. Um, like, what are you looking for? Like, is it, obviously there's a lot of factors into it, but like, are you looking at like the parent support, the riders coaching and all that stuff? Like, what, what do you look for? Well, let's, let's go back in time first so that it's understandable. And then I can get to that. Um, when I did take the job, I, di- I didn't, honestly, I mean, I hadn't looked in the AMA rule book ever. I didn't, I barely knew the roster of riders. I knew some because I, I was there at the Orange Brigade camp. That's how this kind of thing all happened for me was I was at their camp in the summer. But I didn't know who Luke Bowser really was. I didn't know who his parents were. I didn't know, you know, the Dennis, Seth Dennis and his family very well. So when I got the job, immediately it was like learning who I had and who else was out there. And like, what are the backstories on all these kids? Like, who, who are all these kids that I've seen on paper just 
sporadically. Um, and so that was my first responsibility. And then it came to like, you know, in, in kind of putting together a vision. And the good thing is, is that the timing is right. Again, there's an alignment between me and Nate Ramsey, who's my boss. He oversees everything I do in amateur racing, but he's also on the factory side. So there's a perfect communication pipeline there for me to know exactly what can happen, when things can happen. So we were on the same page there. And then everybody in the upper management from John Hines, everybody were like, hey, let's let's go win. Let's, let's be aggressive. What do we got to do? So it, it seems like the whole group is just intent on not like talking about the past and like dwelling on the past, but just kind of like, hey, here's who we are now. Let's go do something with it. Well, so um, the pipeline I, so is I, hot. I, yeah. So so we put the roster together this year to be very competitive, but also the way I look at it is every one of these kids has their own timeline, um, and those timelines will be realized in the later stages of amateur career, and it could be by based on a month different, a year different. It's it's very loose up there, and wow. I think that's the cool way to do it is. Hey, when they're ready, they're ready, and when they're not, they can stay back, and, and that that gave us some flexibility in the in the uh, in the roster. So, I mean, I'll just tell you right now, uh, again, this is this is a little bit of a brag. It's not a bra- it's not me bragging; it's us bragging. We've we've had an insane year, and here's how it went. Um, we won every single big bike title that matters at Freestone. Uh, pro two fifty Pro Open Pro two fifty B Mod four fifty B Mod Stock. We won every single championship, top to bottom. Uh, which was great. Then at Futures, uh, we went 1-2 with Cochran and Finnis, 1-2 at Futures. Then at the Combine, that second moto, and we had a rough first moto, had some things happen, Juju's back tire. Um, but at the second moto of the Combine, we went 1-2-3-4-5 because Ryder <laughs> McNabb was also, he's also part of our program. Yeah. We did a we did a deal with him for him to come down and do Freestone and Loretta's. He missed Loretta's because of an injury, so he replaced it with a Combine. And then he was incredible that oh, day. Too. Yeah. So we went, we went one, two, three, four, five in that second moto, which was just, ah, oh, it was great. Um, and then at Loretta Lens again, I mean, we had success in so many areas of the roster. It wasn't as complete as the rest of the year looked, but you're right. We just, we have a really good roster of kids, a great vision and great support by everybody in the building. I mean, when we got home from Loretta's, I went straight to California and man, they were like, we had the TVs on all week. What a showing that everyone's just pumped mm. and, and motivated and, most importantly, aggressive, which is what I like because I want to, I want to treat this that way, and they're they're green light. Like let's let's do it. Well, speaking of green light, it seems like you're uh, you're sending up a few guys this weekend. Can we talk about it? Yeah, break it. Well, break yeah. the news. Break the news. We can talk. We can, how about this? We can talk about one that was just released. <laughs> we can talk so about Juju's can, going. Pro. Juju's going pro. Yeah. So Juju's going pro, uh, which is awesome. Um, Mark Finnis is going pro. He is turning pro at Bud's Creek. Yeah. Um, I, I'm super excited about this one. Now he is on his own. He like with our program, he's with the amateur side. So he's on his amateur bike. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened was, is we looked at the calendar and we said, all right, let's not do the two before Loretta's like some guys do. Let's just go to Loretta's focus on that. And then do the last two use Bud's Creek as a chance to learn what pro racing is all about. And then go to his home track at Ironman and try to try to make some noise. So, yeah. um, I'm going this weekend just for Mark. I'm actually I, Juju's going to be covered. We'll get to the third guy in a second, but Juju's covered, and Mark needs uh, he needs the support behind him. So I'm going up there just to be with him. I'll be I'll be wrapped in red, and um, just trying to send him off the right way so he can get to that first national with some uh, good guidance. So um, excited for both of them. And then the third one, I just I just got to be blunt. You just just keep pressing refresh, and you can you, we can talk about it when. Ah, Daniel's teasing us. <laughs> He's teasing. I mean, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed? I, I mean, this will probably this one. will probably it, it, it the, won't the, surprise the, the, anyone. The pre-entry list will be out by the time this is out. Maybe. What third? When when's the pre-entry list come out? Tomorrow. Right. Well, same hey, You never know. Could be Saturday morning. <laughs> hey, just do you, do, you just do put three research. and three together. It's not hard, people. We <laughs> we were not going to ask Daniel to do this. Three and three times. <laughs> What's his I'm number? Exci- I'm excited. Hey, I'll just say this. I'm excited. We are excited. For all of my amateur riders who are turning pro, that's cool. That. Hey, real quick, we'll 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 turn to the verb classic after this and your other venture. So you got three people turning pro, right? All different stages. Like, how do you know? And you can even use your probably past experience. Like, how do you know when, when is the right time to go pro? How do you know? Like, how does the rider know? Is it is it feel? Is it speed? Is it results? Um, I think it's different for everybody. And I think what we're seeing is that there's multiple pipelines that actually work. Like Deegan last year 
went to the first futures race. It didn't go very well, but they saw enough in him to say, you know what? We're good. It's fine. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Where others, you might go, hey, um, we're going to need a little bit more time. So I think what's cool about the sport right now is with futures and combines and some of the creativeness and the rules, you don't really have to go pro. You can kind of go pro and test right. it out and feel it out, which, again, some of these kids are doing it right before the Nationals. Jackson Bennett did that. Um, you know, and even for Mark Finnis, like we, we had that decision to make. Do you want to do it before or after Loretta's? We decided after. So the cool thing is, is that everyone has their own timeline and it really, there's freedom in the schedule. Yeah. And that's what I really like about the sport right now. It's not like, well, I think he's ready. Let's go. It's like, no, we can be creative. <laughs> right, let's, yeah. let's wait a month. Let's wait a month. Yeah. Let's wait three months. Like I, I really like the way Honda did the Highness, um, deal this year. Um, I like the way we're doing things. So I, I feel like everybody's getting pretty smart on using the calendar and, and for the advantage unique. of the rider. Yeah. Like you yeah, said, everybody's exactly. getting unique. It's, uh, to me, it's been interesting to watch. Like you said, the Hymas Dilly came and raced a couple supercrosses, right? Like yep. got ready for outdoors. You know, it, it's, uh, to me bef- before it was like, well, you turn pro rider for Loretta's and off you go. <laughs> right. Like yeah. you have no I, idea. At least you can anticipate and expect and know what's going to happen. But yeah, everybody has their own strategies now. Yeah. Which is I really love cool. it, dude. I think it's interesting. It's, uh, it's not quite college football, but like it does give you that. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're ready, well, or not, so, you know, it, it, it's really, really cool on that. And I can even say on for, from our brands, because we do have the three brands, we do have the three pro race teams. Um, and we also, again, my team goes down the list of, of bike sizes. You can even be creative with your program based on calendars. I can tell you right now, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I can't say who, but I signed a kid this morning. Oh, uh, and, and yeah, and refresh, and, and refresh, again, refresh. <laughs> no, that one's gonna take a while. Right? Okay, that one's gonna take a while. Yeah, uh, but we signed someone today that, again, part of the design with this one is looking at the calendar, looking at the bike sizes, and, and figuring out the timeline that works for him. And I, I don't really believe the year i don't believe that minios is the last race i mean I, I can tell you right now we'll be having a kid debut at the combine in ironman who was not at loretta lynn because he outgrew his bike size wow so i don't look at i don't look at any race as, as the that's one. the end or the beginning every mm-hmm. kid's calendar is that kid's calendar and you do what's best for the kid and when they're ready you turn them in and and then you still gotta hope man i mean the pro oh yeah i mean it's dude, so Nothing's a slam dunk, right? Like, it's just, it's, I've seen a much different approach. Like, to me, putting smart people like yourself in positions, like, you're not just throwing shit at the wall. Like, you have a strategy, right? With each, and each kid's different. Like, and it's, it's interesting to see all the teams do it, you know? Like, every team's different. Like you said, I mean, Honda doesn't really have much amateur sport, but they just grab the guy, you know, the chance or the jet and Hunter or whatever. Right. I I am curious though. You're talking about everybody has their own schedule and way of doing this. Uh, Does the results over the next two weekends um, affect what will happen next year with Supercross, or do you just say, Hey, now that you're pro, you're pro. No, uh, zero. Again, I can tell you right now, creatively, I'm working on Mark Finnis' program for next year on what's best for him. Um, so he, he, could, I, he could be back amateur, or are you saying oh, or super cross? 100%. Okay. 100%. We'll, we'll, I, I'm not sure what we're going to do with him yet, because I'm, I'm a big believer in Mark. And that kid, yeah. God, he gives it his all, man. And anyone that gives me their all, I'm giving <laughs> yeah. it my Hard on sleep, so bro. You know what I love about this answer is I feel like there's so many kids that have been 16 that – had they waited another year mm-hmm. and gained more confidence, I feel like really could have gone somewhere in the sport. And instead, you know, whether it was them, their parents or team managers yeah. push them up way too early and way too fast. And the second you turn pro and you get quali- qualified 25th and then you get 20th, you uh, go, yeah. you go from a kid that was supposed to be in the top five, top 10 when they did that, ver- you know, yeah. and you're 16, you don't belong there. And like your no. confidence goes away in a flash. And I think it's impossible to get back. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I, I believe that everything happens in steps, and sometimes really talented kids skip steps because they're just so talented. Um, and that's why, again, I think you got to go through every step. And no, no kid's timeline is the same. I just posted it this week on my Instagram. You know, Levi Kitchen won the first moto at Unadilla. He never finished better than eight on a mini bike at Loretta. It all right. came later. Pretty crazy. Yeah. And then and then Moto two, Justin Cooper was your winner. Yep. Seventh was the best finish he ever had on a mini bike. These guys took a while to get going, but once they grew up and matured and filled out, 
Look at who they are right now. I mean, those are two of the yeah. best guys we have in the 250 class. Justin Cooper won the Motocross the Nations last yeah. year as part of Team USA. Like, these kids didn't succeed on mini bikes. They came later. So that's why, again, I, I love the sport right now. There's so much talent. But you got to identify certain traits that are going to matter in the pros. And then you just really got to play the, call, uh, the wow. calendar right. That is the most important thing for me. Damn, that's cool. I God love dang, it, man. That's a great answer. Dude. All right. Well, I feel like we could talk about another hour on that, but let's <laughs> yeah, switch okay. gears. We got, we're business partners, Daniel. If uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you right. know that by now. You Big are, business partners. You're not only the, the KTM group um, amateur team manager, you also are hold, hold part of the keys to uh, Next Level 101 where we do the Verb Classic. So this September 15th through 17th, we're coming to uh, South Carolina. Yeah. And you're going to be there. And uh, yeah, man, I, I want to well, hear, it, I want to hear it, how that's fun. going. We just saw it, Daniel. You can't see it. There's this massive jump. You just saw it next level. That's Logan Bass right there. But the big thing I've heard is there might be some big track changes coming. Yeah, when I say big, or when we say big, it's not big as in like a total makeover. It's just it's maneuvering creatively the land a little bit to get the best out of the race track. It, the place is phenomenal. Like oh, I mean, when yeah, I showed up there, like I was like, what in the heck? It, it's so awesome. And the racetrack that we run for the Verb is just, it's just, it's the bigger track of the two that we have. But there's just some things in this one area that we want to open up and change to make the racing a little bit better in areas where I know it kind of single files up. So um, it, 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 the big changes are just big, I think, race changes that are going to allow the track to develop more for racing. And um, the, the cool thing is, is with Eddie Ray, Jessica Patterson, they're they're so cool and they're so core about racing they just want yeah, to be sick oh, and they're yeah. just like let's make it rad what there's like there's no motive other than just putting on cool stuff so it it aligns with me it obviously aligns with you guys and um i mean the big challenge right now is i'm trying to stack the competition and it's oh, cool yeah. because i have i have luke fowser he's one of my riders he's going to be racing it landon gibson's going to be racing it and I, again talking about the sport as a whole I'm literally having conversations with Dan Truman, who is helping Drew Adams, and we're trying to coordinate to get our guys to race more. Like, where, yeah. where do you want to go? Yeah. Where are you going? Here's so I'm trying to get Drew to come to this because I want Luke and Landon to have to race him. Like, we don't want to dodge the best. Drew's no. awesome. Like, let's get these boys together and sharpen them up that way. And they all are good when they're in the pros. I think we all better. You, you got so, to man. I, I think that's so been yeah, so that's, one thing that uh, is missing. So that's the cool thing is is that even Truman. You know, talking to Drew and talking to Ryan Holiday at Cowie, I think everyone's on the same page. Like, let's make these kids sick. Let's get them together and make mm -hmm. them race more than two or three times a year. Let's race them as many times as we can put them on the gate together. Well, another great, unique thing about Verb Classic is that we're there. And the biggest thing that we pride ourselves on is media coverage. So, like, there are a lot of other races throughout the year, um, whether they be featured events, major events. Obviously, the major events get a ton of coverage regardless. But there's a lot of uh, feature events that, that go underneath the radar, and, and you oh. don't really know what happens. Even regionals and area qualifiers, you don't really know. But with Verb Classic, I can promise you this. People going to know. <laughs> yeah. People going to know. So we, 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 ha it. we have quite a content plan uh, that we're going to be rolling out for this year and uh, making sure that every kid that shows up gets you know what they hope making their name. Yeah, I, like I, I always dreamed at making my name in cycle news. Every time it oh, happened, yeah. man, it was like a dream come true. So like I, I we still try to uh, harness that memory. Mm -hmm. I want every kid to feel very special when they come to our event, whether, you know, they make a, a photo on the site, on the Instagram, hired gun results, whatever. Yeah. We want to make sure every kid feels the love. It's awesome. It's awesome. No, and I think that's why this uh, this pairing is working so good in past years, and I think we're going to obviously be able to grow it. Is you know, I, I'm I'm so invested in amateur racing now. Like it's it, it's become the number one priority in my life. So I want it to grow and be successful, mixed with like I said, Eddie and Jeff, who are just. I mean, this place is incredible. The the, the track and and their their uh, their influence on everything, and then with you guys on the marketing side. I think it's a, it's a great chance to put on a good race and, like I said, get good kids together to battle it out and then get the promo that they all deserve and that they all want, obviously. So it's I can't wait, dude. It's like I wish it was closer, even though I bet you guys wish we had a little more. Time. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we got we got Washugal before we got that. Washugal and then that. Yep. And then imagination. Okay. Right, well, and, and what they just released this past week, there's a 65 cc championship at Charlotte. Daniel, what yep. is it going to take to? make that entire contingent just hang out around Charlotte and Greenville for that it's whole two week hours. and just come 
to Next Level 101 that next week. And let's have the second stop of the Premier 65cc Championship, right? It should be. It should be. It should be round two of it, right? We'll, <laughs> right. Just, say it. we'll just say this is round two. You guys all have to go. <laughs> Unofficial <laughs> round two. I mean, that's what, right. What if it's three classes? I, just don't I will say it. this, though. It is cool that they're doing that at the FMX playoffs with 65 uh, Super Minis, uh, Futures, and then, of course, um, you know, the, the E5s, that the, the, the electric bikes are going to run the KTM Juniors at the LA Coliseum, too. That's cool. And they actually took the results from Loretta. They said, hey, top 15. No Dude, way. I announced it at opening ceremonies. I said, hey, top 15 in the E-class, you're going to LA Coliseum wow. to race the SMX finals. And they're like, what? Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, there's a lot of cool stuff. I feel like the sport, you guys tell me if you feel the same. Sport's cool right now. It, it's super competitive. It's deep everywhere from 450 to 250 to amateur everyone's into it. The media companies are all pumping. I, I just feel like the sport's rad. Right I, I will say this, just going back to what you said a minute ago, if we can figure out how to get the top guys to do more epic local racing, I think that brings the vibes of the early 2000s back because everybody used to race everywhere every weekend. And I feel like the training yep. facilities have definitely changed how that works. So I'm not saying you need to go race every single no. thing, but like Drew Adams going and racing a local Georgia race helps those races. It brings more people in and helps support local promoters, local racing, local sponsors, and everything in between. So like when the top contingent drops out of racing the local stuff, it hurts everybody. So I, I'm a huge advocate for trying to push these guys to go race more. So that's the only thing I want to change. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what it does too, though? Even more than that is I think it influences or, it, or, it's a, or it's a pretty heavy influence on all the kids below that rider. Like you said, 100%. if Drew goes to a race in Georgia or if when Luke Fowler goes to a race in Ohio and Pennsylvania, all those kids, like, look, they all want to be Jet Lawrence and Chase Sexton, Eli Tomek, but that doesn't seem as real yet because they're so far away. Luke is the influence for a lot of these kids growing up. Tiger Wood, these are the influences for the 50, 60, 85 kids. They want to be like them. Yeah. So oh, yeah. when they race I mean, these types of things, it's so much more like understandable because they're right there and they're pitting out of their van like you. It, it seems more authentic, I think, to the younger kids. Yeah. And it's a, it's an easier goal to chase is to try to be like them. And then it's almost like the goal is to be like Luke Bowser. The dream is to be like Jeff <laughs> yeah. Lawrence because that's further away. Sure. You know no, I mean? yeah. We need these kids racing more because I think it influences the bottom so much more. One hundred percent. Perfect like, example. I have like PJ Larson was the only kid in South Carolina that was going pro. Like, but he would go to local races and like, dude. Head turners. I used to love going to watch PJ and it was like. You would go because PJ was I going. I went because PJ yeah. was going and then PJ turned pro and like, dude, I followed PJ's career and like him and I eventually became friends because I was working at Racer X, blah, blah, blah. But like I followed PJ's career because he was from South Carolina. Yeah. 100%. Right. 100%. Right. So it, it's uh, it's awesome. no, it, it, we need more of it. We yeah, need more well, of it. and yeah. I think it's trending that way. It's yeah. trending that way. Starting with the verb classic. Starting with right the verb now. classic. September fifteenth hey, uh, through seventeenth. Dan- Daniel will be helping us pick out the hired gun over the yep. next month. We'll be doing all kinds of releases coming up, and uh, have a, I have a feeling he's going to be trying to buy to get all his dudes uh, in the hired gun spots. We're we probably going to have to tell Daniel, hey dude, you got to back it down. We got uh, We got to make uh, some some uh, some blue bikes. Maybe so, maybe we get a main event moto hired gun. Can we get Joe out there? Can we get Joe out? I just want to see Joe, man. Come on. <laughs> no, Producer, Joe will, Producer Joe's not even real. He's an nah, AI bot. Uh, he's an AI bot. <laughs> you were on top of it before anybody knew about it. Right. Well, well, yeah, we, we, we were testing for Elon. So, um, <laughs> well, hey, drop. Uh, no, I will tell you this, though. I, if you create a plus 40 class two-lap motos, I mean, I'll me, me versus Wes. Can it be 37 plus? Can it be, yeah, 37 plus me, me, you, Wes, Brant on electric Surons. Well, why don't we just do the Suron class? Yeah, we'll, we'll get Daniel a Suron. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I, 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 I have a KTM 250 in my garage. I got to buy it. I have a YZ125. All right. All right. I'll ride a Suron. I, know, I feel like fun. the Suron, yeah, who cares? I'll get I mean, It's gonna not like I'm going to get <laughs> Daniel's <laughs> going to smoke me. I'm going to smoke Brand. Yeah. Yeah, you, and you and Brent can battle yeah, out well. in the back of the pack of the 37 plus yeah. class. That would be yeah. great. So, anyways. 37 plus. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell yeah, dude. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Thanks for being on. And Thanks, uh, I, second guest ever. I'm looking forward to seeing who else is turning pro this Oh, everybody refresh. Maybe maybe check out Main Event Moto on what's the Patreon, Daniel? Drop, drop yeah, your, page. yeah, drop your stuff. Hey, no, no, no. Here's the thing, though, because I, I, this is, this is, I have to tell you guys this so that everyone, this is clear. 
<laughs> I have to draw such a hard line in so many ways, especially like last year doing TV and my job. That was hard. But main event moto, I, we don't break news. We talk about news that is already broke. So that, that's just my model because I don't want to be that guy. No, nah, you that, can't. That's you us can't. too, dude. I, so, I could care less I, about breaking news. No, that's we, not us. Everybody yeah, else is that We're just messing with you. So yeah, so if you want to listen to Main Event Moto, listen because you enjoy us talking. But if you're looking for breaking news, we don't do that because that's not our model. Racer X like and Vital do that really good. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm cool with that too. Yeah. We always check, say that. Check we're, out Daniel on, on Patreon. It's a uh, it's a great show. I, I enjoy it. Daniel's way more of a journalist than us. Oh, uh, way we, more. We always say big, we're not. We're big not capital cap- J. We're not. You're capital J. We're very much we're lower case, case like journalist spelled wrong. Journalists. <laughs> love it well hell yeah dude we'll see you here in a month bro yeah. next level 101 yeah. verb classic can't wait i'll see you guys soon later man see ya well heck yeah dude, dude Blair. i i will say i know it's only our second interview sorry we that was the best one that was great like i love hearing daniel's insight into amateur racing it's um to me, it's a, I don't know, a, not necessarily it's been done wrong in the past. Like Cole Grass built a powerhouse at Suzuki. Like people have done it right. But I just love, I think Daniel has a a good approach to his athletes and, and how he brings them along. I'm still trying to figure out how to stop my screen record, Chase. Okay. But yeah, so you're right. He he does. Uh, I, I'm I'm glad he moved into the position that he did because man, oh, it's, yeah. it's going to make the sport better. I mean, I hate losing him from from Race Day Live, like and and the Supercross because I, I do think he brought an element there that was really good too. But to me, like if you have people like Daniel in those positions, like the future of the sport's going to be in pretty good hands. Like, like I, yeah. I like it. You know what I mean? Like I've always respected Daniel from like everything he's done. I think he does it in a great professional way. And like, yep. I think this is like hearing that insight was like, uh, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> like, I like it. I love talking about amateurs and how it works. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, man. And like, really and cool. like you said, like, I know, I know like it, it is a hot topic of like, should these kids be able to race pro moto and whatnot? Like, whatever, I'm not getting into that, but like, but like Daniel said, it, you figure I, out a way to like, to me, and they should just race the scouting compound. They shouldn't race pro moto, but whatever. Agreed. I mean, it's it's here nor there. That's the rules. Whatever. Yeah, um, it is. I, I I agree with that. I don't I don't like the jumping back and no, forth. No, I don't. Either. I think once you're pro, you're pro. But I do like it for the fact that hey, Mark Phineas can go get his feet wet, and if he decides to well, go back to freestone next year, he goes back to freestone and gets another year of confidence. Because I, like I said to him, I hate seeing a kid make the jump. Oh right, and then get his confidence so busted, kids, and he's man. never able to recover. So, so at least with this model, I'm a fan of it because they can jump back down. Yeah. Just like Dax, you know, I, he won Loretta's, but what? He, the, the, the pro races that he did, 10, 15th yeah. area. Yeah, which is what's it normal. Be, which is normal, but, it, you know, for a kid that's used to winning, sure, it's a, it's a hard slap in the oh, face, yeah. I think. So, like, I don't know. It, it gives you a chance to go back and be like, okay, I belong but it, here. But it's good, though. Like, I, I feel like, like Daniel said, these kids aren't racing enough. They're not used to losing. Right. They have to get used to losing. Yeah. Guess what Jet Lawrence got when he turned pro? 13th. How crazy is that? No I, one, Hey, like, I, I love the fact that they posted that walking in Gina Dillon yeah, like, the other day. Look what, that was De- cool. look what Deacon got, dude. Like, Deacon didn't kill it last year. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, man, you have these kids. And, and I don't know. Like, well, I, I want to get to this Deegan video that we're going to bring up. But like, to me, these kids have to get used to losing. You're not going to, you're not going to be jet. You're not yeah. going to win. <laughs> you're not going to have a perfect season. Like, well, so this Deegan video, I don't know that I haven't hit up TC films yet to see if we can use it, but well, if not, you, just go watched, to TC films. You've watched it. Instagram. You've seen it. What, what's, what's your opinion? I love it. Yeah, I, I, too. I do. The, if, if I just lost a championship in that fashion, oh my, that would have been me. That's passion. I, I probably would have burned the bike. Dude, that's passion. That means he effing cares, dude. Yeah. Like, don't give me this shit of like, ah, oh, man, he acted it's, like a child. It's oh. a bad look. I'm like, yeah, are you kidding what me? What bad look? Have you watched any other sport? Like, a rookie championship just got thrown down the drain, and how much money? I don't like, even, you, I mean, you know him, he's not caring it's about probably not. It's not about the money. But, it's, but dude, it's, it's, uh, part of, it's part of it. Sure, but in that moment, like, dude, of course you're fired up. Like, to me, what would be a bad look is if he went on to his Instagram after and said, 
F yes. Yamaha, F this bike. You're F in this. the moment and it happened. That would be a bad look. What yes. he did, like, does does no one else watch any other sports? Have you not watched football where these dudes are throwing their helmets and cussing each other out and cussing out their coaches? And it's sports, it's passion. It happens. Like, I, I don't get it. I think it's whatever. I'm not usually a hot take person. That's a dumbass take. I agree. <laughs> dumbass. That's all we got to say about it. <laughs> Deegan, you keep doing you, man. Yeah, you, bro. Sick. I, I like. I, I like it. emotion. I I will even say this year at Loretta's, what I loved. I saw a lot of first time faces on the podium, whether it was moto wins or yeah. championships. Um, and shout out Jaden Cooper. It might have ah. been the coolest one. We posted a few clips of him, but uh, there. And and that was the second moto. It was the third third round yeah. of moto. Second moto four fifty B right. Um, and and I saw his dad and they're all up there crying and stuff. And and I remember in 2005, it was the first time I ever captured a moment like this. It was when Ryan Dungey won the 125 oh, wow. class. And he was so ecstatic and threw up the number one plate. Everybody's seen my, my shot from this a million mm -hmm. times over everything. But like I, that will always be ingrained in my mind because he was so stoked. His parents were so yeah. stoked. And like that raw emotion gave me chills that day. Yeah. And I walked up and told Jaden and his dad afterwards, I'm like, that is why I still do this. I'm here to capture that moment. <laughs> right. If that's the only moment I walk away from Loretta yeah. Lynn's with, I'm happy. And then the skies came in, it downpoured. I got Mike Brown walking off the track, yeah. Ben Riddle throwing down his helmet. I got a lot more emotional moments after that. Sure. But either way, happy, sad. Like that's what I live for. Like documenting that, the history of the sport, man. Oh, there's nothing, there's that, nothing better for a camera guy to get those moments. That is the sport, dude. Like I get mad. If you and I went and raced Surons tomorrow and you beat me, I'll probably throw him a fucking helmet. Like I'm pissed. So I can't imagine these dudes with a championship on the line. Like yep. you've put in so much time and effort, like and money and, and what you're just supposed to sit there and go, gosh, darn that's gosh, darn it, man. Hot dang. My bike blew up. I man, only been, I've only been training since January. No big deal. I've only been trying to do this my entire life. Gosh, darn it. Gosh, darn it, man. So dumb. <laughs> Anyways. Well, Hey, uh, Let's throw another sponsor plug in here. GoPro Gromquest. Yes. I feel like Look, what is about to come up is massive payback for that shit you posted the other day. Why? <laughs> the other week. That your, was good. Your kid paid for your, oh, your bullshit. <laughs> so listen, uh, shout out to GoPro Max. I used this for the second time the other day, and uh, it's unreal. The, capturing 360 and 5.3K, crazy. Anyways, GoPro Max is not the sponsor of this, but GoPro Gromquest is. If you want to become the next GoPro Grom sponsored kid maybe a free gopro they're giving oh, away they're all kind of prizes money. yeah you yeah. could become the gopro factory kid if you submit a good enough video check out gopro.com slash grom quest doesn't matter what you shoot it on send it in and if they like it they're going to post it and they're going to send you that money got to be under 18 okay. got to be under 18 the, the rider does your parents probably have to check a box or i'm two, sure whatever. there's all kind of Either legal way, shit here is my gopro grom quest submission of my son brixton give me that money right now. <laughs> that was a big one, dude. That was a big that, one. that was his first big crash. I've seen him crash a little bit. That was a side swiper, bro. Yeah. He, uh, and it was just her, him and Aubrey, right? You weren't yeah, there. I wasn't there. I was at Loretta's. Oh, wow. I, I got that on Tuesday at Loretta's. Mom of the year And so I, I, I was like, hey, did he keep crying? And she like, no, he got up. And shut he up. wanted to go down the hill again. That's, again. that's what's up, Briggs. And again. So shout big out bike. even Stasic down here. Um, he calls this one the small big bike. Small big bike. We have the Suron and Is Talaria. The big, big he calls it the big bike. or He calls that dad's bike now. Oh, okay. What's but the big, big bike? Small, big bike. Small, big, <laughs> small, big bike is this one. <laughs> What's um, the Gringer? The Gringer. <laughs> big he, small does, bike. he doesn't have a. He doesn't have a specific name for the Gringer yet. I think he, he just calls it. He actually he calls that one big bike. He, oh, call, okay. he calls the Sir on Dad's bike. Okay. Um, and then he calls his little Strider brick him bike. <laughs> brick bike. Brick him bike. <laughs> so all day long, my kid does nothing but, but put on a damn bikes. helmet. Talk about bikes. Ride the damn bikes. This morning, we went out for an hour-long bike ride. An hour. Come back, and what does he want to do? He dude. wants to go on the Suron with Dad, and then we get back. Bring him bike. Bring him. And then, he, dude, I swear, I get him off. He jets over to his bike, and he's in the cul-de-sac before I can stop him. If I try to stop him, he sprints, dude. Dude. It's well, all, it's awesome, it, it was when we, we went on that trip that you, uh, you uh, slandered my name. Uh, dude, we went, what, 30-something miles? 
Loved it. And dude, he's done. Like he gets off the bike and he's like wobbly. He's like drunk from riding bikes. We get back here and he's like, big bike, big bike. Break your bike, big bike, daddy. Big bike, daddy. <laughs> so it's so bad. It's awesome. Anyways, he, GoPro, he's looking for his first sponsorship. I'll gladly Justin, just allow you to completely factory sponsor him. I'm cool with it. Maybe like a helmet, some yeah. graphics on the bike, I love and it. money. Whatever you want to do, we're open for it. We're I will, open. I will exploit the shit out of him. Yes. I will too. If, if I'm, if I get paid because I mean, look, you I know, mean, dude, I, you know the, I will take his piggy you're bank. The, you're the trainer. Yeah. I'm so. the trainer. Yeah. So anyways, Freaking well, course I know we talked about the classic, but we also got wash. We got wash. coming up. Verba Palooza. T- you know, fingers crossed. We get no weather. We have tried this for like six years. Do you know what Palooza means at the end of any verb thing? No, it's probably a party. It's going to be a good time. Well, if anybody knows what Palooza, though, is. Uh Uh-huh. Remember Lollapalooza? Great stuff. We're going to have a good time is all we're saying. It's September uh, 1st. It's Labor Day weekend. Oh, dude. Washougal MX Park. It's like our post-Loretta celebration. Yep. Dude, there's We're all gonna be having a good time. You're gonna be having a good time. Everybody that comes to the gate gets twenty dollars motorsport box. Fist hot dogs. Fist hot dogs. Free hot dogs. We're gonna cook them on Thursday now. Yeah. So when you're we're gonna cook in, Thursday and Saturday. Oh, just hot double dogs dog going. day, dude. Double dog. That's what happens on Labor Day. Brixton will be there showing off his big bike. We talked about getting a couple <laughs> kegs of cores. Yeah, a couple kegs. Um, we'll probably all be wearing flannels. And in the race order. We will have Suron slash Emoto class. I keep saying Suron. We free. have Amped Bikes Emotos, which are Surons, uh, Tolarias. I don't know that we're, you know what? I was going to say no cakes, but whatever. If you bring an electric bike, show up and line it up. Bring it up. Another thing I'm adamant about. I want the trail bike class, dude. Oh, yeah. We got to have the trail bike TTR class. 125s up to KLX 140s. I don't care. I feel like those are I huge. I want to race that, that on Washougal, and I'm going to. I feel like those are huge in that area, right? I like, don't know. I, be I have no idea, but it's going to become a staple of verb events because and I, you that, have to wear a That's flannel. what I want to ride. I, I don't want to go out there and ride 250B no. or 250 no. hey, Chase. Not even 37 plus. I really. mean, usually it's, uh, what am I, open pro sport usually. Yeah. Um, I but mean, we can't race that stuff anymore no, there. Man, dude, we're we're there to work. Old, bro. We're, we're, they were there to work. work. Oh, yeah. I can't be that sore on Monday. I can't be racing open pro sport again. Anyways, Washougal, that's going to be a good time. Straight into the Verb Classic. We're going to be a warm Straight into Imagination. Oh, folks. You Which know. they announced today. I don't know if you saw the press release. Imagination is back. Sweet, I didn't know that. We did not know that. No, but the the casual fan may not know. A lot of very cool changes coming down the pipeline. Very big changes. I don't know if they announced those yet, so yeah. we, we might need to. Yeah. I think that's a whole other podcast. Itself, <laughs> yes. Well, maybe next week. Hey, we'll have Tyler Behrman on to talk about it. Dude, what TB should be our third guest? 100%. I'm in with that. Jason Baker, maybe? You know, Who normally knows? normally when you uh, like a, a new CD comes out, I don't mm-hmm. just, yeah, CD albums still come out. Albums still Spotify, come out. But the third song's normally the best. <sighs> pretty, I mean, dude, I, I will say TB. That's I know, the single. I know TB is a massive listener. He listens to every episode. Every single one. He texts me every time. Yep. Like, dude, great job. He goes, job. great job, guys. Love you guys. Yep. You guys are awesome. It's going to be hard to follow Daniel. Yeah. I mean, we sucked. We sucked. If, if, if you really want to go back and listen to that one, he was awful. Yeah. So good job, Daniel. It is what it is. Appreciate Daniel for bringing us up. Um, one last thing I want to get into, dude. Buds oh, we, Creek, we Buds have Creek's more. coming. We have more. But okay. let's backtrack to 2007 Buds. I posted a freaking J, JS7 versus RC4 Tuesday yesterday. And, bro, I'm just in love. Dude, I know we everybody loves to be like, oh, everybody's on Stu's nut. Go back and watch those things. Yeah. You wonder why everybody's on Stu and RC's nuts. And it's funny. Oh, there's Stu right there. <laughs> it's, hi, Stu. Oh, that's hi, Stu. JS7 Outsider, I think. Yeah. Oh, no. So. Oh, uh, straight rhythm. This is. We're yeah. straight rhythm. Yeah. So anyway, I look, but like I was telling you, dude, it's, when was, was this 30, what, what is it now? 20 years ago? 25 years? For what? what? What year did you post the other day? Yes. 2007. Okay. So. Do yeah. the math. 16. Yeah. 16. Have we had anything as good as that since? Racing-wise, racing two dudes wise, battling. Two I don't dudes know. really wanting to kill each other. I don't know. 250 class, I feel like. No, no, no. 450, like premier class. Premier class. Two that dudes gnarly every weekend. that hated each other, wanted to rip yeah. each other's throats out, and were just fast as... like That would be like Jet having another Jet. I mean, we might see Jet and Hunter. 
Next year. I mean, honestly, I think we'll see Chase, too. Like, Chase will be in there. I'm Chase, excited like, to see the KTM. Yeah, uh, Cooper Webb back on the Yamaha. Eli yeah, Tomac. Yeah, I mean, Tomac. Like, Supercross I, is going to be knocked down drag out next it year. It is. But, like, I, I don't remember a time outdoors in the last 16 years that we've had two dudes that fast, that competitive, every weekend. Yeah. No. I don't know. All right. Well, one question someone posed on Twitter. Actually, I did because I was like, RT, if you yeah. if you want a time machine. I think I, I saw did, this. I just meant to go back to that moment and watch. Yeah, yeah. People started replying like, if I had a time machine, I would go back to this specific stew moment to change something. Oh. I'm curious. When, he's, when he was leading what? Anaheim 1. And he was, you would go back and change this moment for him. You'd tell him what did make different? Yeah. So I think he's, God, was he Suzuki? He's going through 2016. He's going through the whoops. He's, James is back. James is back. He's going to win a this damn a, championship. Yep. We're at, I remember this exact moment. We're at a watch party. It was, I was living in Morgantown working at Racer X. I think we were at Gloops. Uh, we were at a watch party, and we're like, dude, we're all hammered. I mean, it's midnight, and it's like, dude, Stu's back. Stu's back. Yeah. Oh, God dang it. So you're t- you would go tell him not to cut down in that first corner before the finish. I don't know what I would tell him. No, 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 no. This was this is when he went down in the whoops. You're talking about the Dungey thing. I'm talking about Dungey thing. No, no, no. I'm talking about when he was leading Anaheim 1. And he went down in the whoops. Was hey, that not Anaheim the, one? No, the cut down? Yeah. No, I think I don't think it might have been. Was it the same year, 16? It was a different year. Oh. No, I'm talking about when he the whoops, dude. It's the it's the most epic crash. Like everybody replays it all the time. He he's coming through the whoops and he just gets all swapped. Okay. And then I think Roxon won on a KTM. Oh wow. Yeah, I think it was fifteen, maybe. I don't know. I'm not good with that moto history. I remember everything from like oh five to oh nine, like I then, mean, I remember I, moments. I think I drank I just, a lot of beers in between those yeah, next I years. I don't remember years. Anyway, Colin Brodocross right now or Brad Gebhardt. One everybody knows what Stu clip I'm talking All right. about. If I could go back and change one, it's probably Thunder Valley 2012 and that tell him damn not to crash. I don't know that it's photographer's fault, but I would tell James. I don't care. Any, that's like, yes, you're right. I would make sure. What is that guy doing? I'd get him off the track. We were filming JS7 Outsider that year. And it threw a huge wrench in our plans. We still finished the series, but it would have been a lot cooler of a series had James just continued to go undefeated. Dude, I, I honestly, like, wasn't nobody touching him that year, dude. It would have been crazy. So Nobody was, was touching four him. He was 4 for 4 He was on his way for 5-0. and oh. Yeah. And I don't, even, I don't even know who the photographer is. Don't go look him up. We don't need that, but. I don't what think a, anybody ever know, figured out who oh, it was. I, I, you do, you know. All right, well, we I was we, working we, at Racer X at the time. They we, figured out who it was. We real won't quick. burn down his. We won't get his house nah. burned down. People are still probably a bit envious about that. So, oh god, dude, the Stu, right. the Stu fans. Speaking yeah. of buds, coming up this weekend, are do we see any kinks in 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 the wrenches here? Nah, no. Jet, Jet, Jet uh, finishes it out. 100 does. does. Hunter's gonna win now, no, no doubt. So first, <laughs> no, time, no, whoa, whoa, they're not. No, nah, nah, he's not. He's it's just, twenty. He's almost a moto up on Cooper, but I mean, dude, we saw it happen to Deacon's bike. We saw it happen to Jet's and, bike. It's out. It's just four motos left. I, I am, and it's happened to Hunter's bike. It's once. happened to Hunter's bike. It happened, to, you know, a couple motos ago. Like I'm, I'm not giving him the thing. I just think Hunter to me is what's been impressive with him all year is calculation, dude. He's so fucking calculated, dude. It's yeah. two, two. One, two, one, three. I'll yep. take whatever I can get. He knows what he has to do. He now. knows what he has to do. Like he's not going to go out there and kill himself to yep. win. He'll go and get fourth. He doesn't care. So if if he wins, Jet won. They both won Supercross. Chase won Supercross. That means Honda will sweep all the titles this year outside of Super Motocross. Who knows what happens? But oh wow. So my question now is: Does Honda go bankrupt like Suzuki did? Yeah, I think so. Like Honda, Honda's just out of fucking money. <laughs> like, how many millions of dollars is that? And just bonuses alone, not to mention what those dudes. Base I bet there are is. some people in Japan right now going, "How the hell did this happen?" Well, Lloyd's, Lloyd's, are you around, Come guys? Lloyd's, Lloyd's. No, nah. nah, I mean, what, luckily, what was their insurance policy on this. Luckily, I, I do. I think we're going to get into this. Brett Smith just dropped a, an interesting piece on uh, Carmichael those years. I haven't read it yet, but maybe we'll get it. Have Brett on talk about it. But when when Carmichael bankrupted Suzuki <laughs> yeah. making $391,000 per month in base salary. So wait, they they're, they're paying out five championship bonuses, which is around a million I mean, each. Yep. Well, That's, not, not for the two. No, but it's 500,000. I, I guarantee uh jet and Hunter probably had an escalated clause. Sure. Yeah. Let's yeah. say, let's just round it up. They're all, million. That's 5 million. Yep. It's not in terms of their contract or race. Yeah, let's bonus. just say 5 million. I guarantee this season's probably costing them 25 million it's like how bad did we want to win again? did we really want to win? 
The curse of what? I mean, we can go back to the curse. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Honda's like, shit. I mean, obviously one one title to go, but man, if they pull that off, epic job, Honda. Way to turn Dude, that around. Talk Lars, about, like, Lars. Lars I, it, just like the Daniel Blair thing we're just talking about, it shows what having the right dude in the right oh, place man. And can do for a team. I, I think that team went from the most buttoned-down corporate not necessarily stuck up, but like just very proper Honda, right? To probably one of the coolest teams in the pits. One hundred percent. And look what it's done. Yeah, you can't like you can't say Chill, it hasn't chilling changed. out. They have Coors Lights after every race. Oh yeah, they invite us to have them with them. The camera. Oh yeah, like, we went the to the camera, party. The camera crew's like part of the family there. Oh, it's awesome, man. So um, yeah, I, great way, job, Lars and I mean, Christian. And I haven't all been to one dudes. outdoor, but I'm going to consider my. I went to a lot of Supercross, so I'm going to consider myself. We could part, part of this winning formula, and I thank you guys for letting me part, yeah. be part of it. And you guys, I'll, I'll accept my bonus. Check yeah, I mean, we'll take pizza. Like we'll take pizza on pizza the broadcast. and bonus checks, dude. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right, Chase. So I think it's a great episode, man. Great episode, best one yet. Really? Best one yet, yeah. I feel like you tell me that every time. <laughs> They're all the best ones. <laughs> I think. Right. I think having Daniel up the up the not show yeah. a ton. Can I tell you something? I'm. I'm. It's how many days after Loretta's? It's Wednesday. So we've been. We've been back. I've been back. Two we weeks. got back Monday or no. 2 a.m. Sunday night, so it's been a week, but we went on another shoot immediately. I got back on Saturday. I'm still damn sore. I got thrown out of a mule on last <laughs> night, and like at some point in time, I'm like, do I need to go see the doctor? So shout out, Wade. You're the best driver I've ever heard yeah, of. Yeah, good job, seen. Wade. You're awesome, Wade. Hey, hey, finally, a, a big shout out to end this. Thank you, Amanda, Wade's wife, for letting us Amanda, use her trailer. Her, her, was it? It's not true. Fifth, fifth, fifth wheel for all of Loretta's. Thank Wade, you, Amanda. Wade's not wife. Wade's fifth wheel, his no. wife's fifth wheel. And it's an amazing fifth wheel. It's an amazing Thank you fifth so wheel. So much, Amanda. XWMX racer. Most, some people might know her. Amanda yeah. Brown. Amanda Race, Brown. XWMX. And Wade's son, Jet. Oh, he's, a, com, he's coming up on his two year birthday. Oh, he, so he's shout a, he's out to that too. I think it's Bud's Creek, Bud's Creek birthday, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Bub's Creek birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. All right. Thanks again, Amanda.